I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! Get to it, Kurt and Ryan back for another Another Lanterns episode. episode. Yeah, holy smokes, you guys! We were on vacation together. Yes, we we needed to get away from the busy world of podcasting and take a break, really recharge, um, reset, um, retreat. We get a lot of comments and DMs, good and bad, Mm -hmm. and it takes a toll on kind of our mental health mm. um mm. it's a lot to handle so sometimes we just have to take a take a step back from the podcast take a step back from our social media and uh just get out there yeah just get out there mountain you know? retreat mountain retreat revelstoke retreat 2022 yes um was a success i'd say uh you know we got out there did the snowmobile rentals on the first day and then skied Revelstoke Mountain the second day and uh yeah never been on a snowmobile before that was a wild ride we're out there for three and a half hours hired a tour guide and I'm very happy that we hired a tour guide because we would have been absolutely fucked well you want you threw you wanted to go to Revelstoke you want for the skiing and then you Mm -hmm. kind of brought up the snowmobiling that's the snowmobile the best snowmobiling in the world Mm -hmm. and I was on board because uh, I hadn't gone either and um, just love throwing money around. And um, oh, oh, God, I was not doing it without a guide. I yeah. didn't know a damn thing about about the area or about snowmobiling. So I was, yeah. I'm not doing it without a guide. So we were getting a guide. Yeah, big two big surprises for me. Um, groomed trails. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that um, just because there's a snowmobile club there and they really take care of the place. Uh, and the second thing was the the hand warmers. The hand the warmers. Hand warmers. Like, oh my god! Yeah, One of the like treat. that. Yeah, I don't even like. You can turn these things up as hot as you want. You know, like, <laughs> like did uh, you try that? Did you try turning it up all the yeah, way? They were just well, on you fire. Remember, like when um, Marv or Dallas. No, like who are the home, who are the wet bandits? Oh uh, yeah, Marv and Marv and uh, Sticky. Know the guy. Yeah. One of the guys, you know, he. Little shit does the fires up the turns up the doorknob temperature. Mm. It's like you can really crank that. You gotta watch out. We're wearing gloves too. Yeah, right? yeah. we're wearing gloves. Of course, we didn't know the hand warmers were there. We're wearing gloves, and yeah, you can crank that. It starts out maxed. You yeah. gotta turn that shit down. Yeah, those are awesome. That's, nice. That's something that I was saying. Totally was was not expecting, but totally something. If we didn't have it, I'd walk away from it and being like. You know what would make snowmobiles awesome with that like built-in hand warmers and they're like way ahead of me. It seems it seems ahead of its time in a way. Yeah, like, incredible. 
I guess, like, they have heated steering wheels and stuff now, too, in cars. Mm-hmm. But, like, on, like, an outdoor all-terrain or snow-terrain vehicle, it's like, wow, this is... We've made it. We've yeah. come so far as a, as a species. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. It, like, heats up your whole body. Yeah. Yeah, just holding on to that. Because, like, my... Like, yeah. I, like I was telling you about the fingerless gloves at work. Mm. Like, like, I get cold. I get cold. I get cold hands, cold toes... Like, I would have been cold out there. I was a little worried. I was like, ooh, like, I might, my hands might get a little cold out there, yeah. but not a worry. Not a worry they, at all. They had the full power of these snowmobiles funneling through the handlebars. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. I think we were pretty good out there, considering we sure. Dal- Dallas said that uh, half the tour guides he does, someone they flips. Flip someone <laughs> flips these things, right? So if we didn't flip, like, that's got to be pretty but good. But does that mean we played it too safe? <laughs> that we didn't flip i was close to flipping a few well, times i yeah i was a little i was yeah. close a couple times and like we each got stuck mm. and so yeah, i saw you got you got stuck and i was like well like i gotta go out there and just send it too and yeah. so i just plowed straight ahead into powder and got stuck and mm. so it's you didn't want to play it too safe, you know. Didn't want right. to. You want to roll. get your money's worth of yeah. this guy, dear. You yeah. gotta put him to work. Didn't want to roll it down the hill. Mm. Um. And we were also like, I wasn't sure, like, what were, what, you know, we were so excited to get snowmobiling. What was the agreement actually? What were we reliable for? If I took the snowmobile and I was headed for a cliff and I jumped off because I maybe I didn't see the cliff or I pretended right. not to see the cliff, like, would I have to, would I be liable? Or, <laughs> think, yeah. or is it just like a, that's, that's snowmobiling, like accidents happen. Yeah, shit happens. I think that's, the, that's probably their at business. That would have been my argument. Like, yeah, yeah. like, come on. What am I supposed to do? We went up to top of Frisbee Ridge there, top of the mountains, mm. like the tallest mountain in Revelstoke, and oh, amazing views. And at any moment, if we weren't there, we would have sent it right off the cliff, or we would have got stuck the first time we went off the groomed track. Oh, God, We would have yeah. been screwed. Yeah. <laughs> 50 kilometers away from the start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That was awesome, though. Yeah, Revy's a great time. You know, skiing, also a good time. Uh definitely advanced terrain advanced terrain advanced terrain not as many i was commenting that there's not as many runs as um what i would have hoped but uh yeah very very steep hill in a lot of places it seemed it's cool yeah that's kind of what we expected though yeah yeah i i totally get why people keep on wanting to be going back the the, snow was the snow was shit unless we couldn't do any of this steep stuff really that, yeah, it was yeah. really scrapey and icy on the steep stuff. So mm-hmm. it was kind of crappy. But the views were, again, there, like, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like a cloudy day, but then you soar up above the clouds in the gondola. And, yeah, just beautiful. We got some new um, portrait photos of Randy here. Um, you know, maybe you'll see them on social media or on some dating apps soon. Hopefully, hopefully, some of you guys or girls out there will see these. Yeah, they're stunning. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, it just hadn't snowed all week. It was getting snow right after we left. Oh, so, God. And we could, we wanted to go see the Grizzlies, the Revelstoke Grizzlies, one of the top junior B teams in the world. Couldn't even see those. Not, not Junior B. Uh, it, what's K-I-J-H-L? That's is that not B? Junior B? Isn't that Junior B? I, mean, I guess it is. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. K-I-J-H-L? Yeah, that's just that's still mm-hmm. Junior B. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted it. True we we the tore up the boys. town instead, but um, we, we had to lie low for a little bit. 
before I go back there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. All right, Kurt, I got a, I got a popular a popular opinion for you. You know, I'm known for my rants, but nothing pisses me off at a restaurant more than like than not getting enough dip. Like, oh. say you order French fries and they only give you like a small thing of dip and they, they charge you for the next round. It's like you guys purposefully skimped on the first round of dips to make me order the next the next what one and pay for here? it. Wait, like say you got like a, like a garlic aioli. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Some, yeah okay. Yeah, so those are, that's yeah. say your, your first option. Yeah. You know, get an aioli. And then they don't give you enough for the amount of fries they give yeah. you. And as far as a value, like I'm paying $10 for these fries. So like as far as a value thing goes, like just give me enough depth to make it through all the whole fries. Just puts a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah. You're thinking, uh, what is this, like bin four or something like uh, that? No, where was this? This was um, local local bar. The, Wasn't too happy with the it. Fries, yeah. Mm, I don't want to name names. I'm thinking chips here because that's usually where the dip mm. comes in for me. Fries not too often. I don't see it right. too often. Well, there there wasn't even any ketchup to to fall back on. No right? ketchup. Mm. You could probably ask for that, couldn't you? Uh, I asked. That? That they were charging. They were charging for it all. And for was, ketchup? Yeah, they were for any oh. dips. And I was just like, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Uh, who it's does this? So like it's dry. the it's the, the cheapest thing. So Dry. It's got to be the cheapest thing to give a customer. Like fries are just potatoes. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, there's not that expensive here. Like, yeah. Just, just give me. Just give me enough dip to get me through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would that'd be annoying. That's why mm-hmm. I like. I don't think I run into that that often. That's why I'm kind of bringing it up. Is I don't I don't see many places that have specialty dips with their fries. Right. Just the odd place. I see it more with chips, and I would say. Even then, you're, it's probably an add-on to the chips you're already either add-on to the chips or nachos you're already getting, and you're like you pay extra for dip, and then it's it might even be more frustrating if you're you're adding on. You're like I want some guac or I want yeah, some salsa, and they still bit. skimp you. Yeah, and then you're just yeah, what, what you're doing? It's about to rage. Yeah, about to rage. I want like I want McDonald's when you ask for ketchup and they give you. Like or, a dozen ketchup packages. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, like really wasteful mm. kind of stuff. But yeah. those, uh, you know, those in the fridge. I got some in the fridge. Oh, yeah. You know, I had some chef's plate this week, trying out chef's plate. Mm, yeah, good time for an ad read. Yeah, yeah so this one uh, episode mm. sponsored, brought to you by Chef's Plate, um, the best meal prep service. Forget about cooking at home, folks. Forget about writing a list, getting your teriyaki chicken. Whatever Randy had for dinner tonight, forget mm-hmm. about worrying about picking that up. You know, the the everyone's panic at the Costco. There, you can't even find this stuff in stores anymore most of the time. Anyways, go on to Chef's Plate. Um, if you use the code PL Podcast again at checkout, you'll get fifty percent off your first two deliveries. That's like fifty percent off. Yeah, that's like six portions. Six portions. That's yeah. like nothing. Nothing. Anyways, you get on there. You can got like twenty recipes you can choose from each week. They change it every time. You go on there, uh, pick out whatever you want, right to your door. They'll deliver it, and then boom, bada bing, they give you a nice recipe. Put that on your fridge if you if you have some magnets. If not, don't put it on your fridge. That's the the flexibility of Chef's Plate here, folks. And uh, yeah, just cook it up. It's probably done in like twenty minutes. Although uh, last time, last night, I had to preheat the oven and all this crap. Took a bit longer. It took like thirty minutes, but okay, uh, yeah. you know, it can be pretty quick. You yeah. go uh, 
go and do that. But anyways, getting back to the dip. I think maybe the biggest offender that I'm thinking of is pretzels. I'll get pretzels the odd time, mm. and a lot of um, bars and breweries, I think, are doing that these days, pretzels. And they just will not give you enough dip or cheese sauce. And I'm kind of like, kinda like obnoxiously scratch my head like this yeah. in, the, in the restaurant. Kind of yeah, you just like an right now. <laughs> no one knows what I'm doing. Yeah. I just look like an idiot. Mm. But I'm like, kind of like that, and mm. and just to kind of send a message. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have that. Um, so all the restaurant tours out there, make sure you guys give enough dip. Nothing gives makes me want to leave a uh, four star instead of a five star review. Then not enough dip, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did right. you leave a... When was the last time you left a review? Oh, I've never, I've never yeah. left a review in my life. So if you yeah. had... Um, if they like... Uh, like there was a pickle in your dip, <laughs> would you leave a review? Like a negative review? Probably not. Or if there was like uh, a loaf of bread? A loaf of bread? You're like, cause you're in my dip? Free. Yeah. yeah. It's would a full you, loaf of bread. Yeah. yeah. Would you leave a negative review? Uh, like would you leave a negative review if it was really bad? I don't experience? think... No, I don't think I would. I just make a note to myself not to go there. What if it was really positive? Yeah, either way. Like they gave you yeah, like money I just, in your I'm burrito. not going to take time out of my day to write okay. a review no matter <laughs> okay. what. Yeah, right. yeah, I think so. I mean, I just don't I don't think anyone gives a shit, you know? But that's just me. So you know who else are, like, I'm wondering who doesn't give a shit or who does give a shit? When songs... Switching to music here, and I think country is the biggest offender, but you start introducing all these sound effects. You start in, it started with the beer can, <laughs> like yeah. start every song. Yeah. Uh, but then it, I'm listening to a song the other day, and the whole song, it's like they've got crowd noise in there, like laughing and stuff. Like, it's like just like friends. filmed in, like, yeah, it's at Friends. It's filmed in the middle of New York City in the apartment. It's like kind of like a party vibe type song, and yeah. I'm kind of like, do we need this? Yeah. Do we do we need the do we need the ha ha like ah? Or, <laughs> oh my we, god! Can we just get the song here, please? And but I think the worst is I was talking to you about the the other day is, um, the talking. Just the there's just the cut to the talking. Like song ends, cut to the talking at the end. Usually at the end of the song, and right. five o'clock somewhere is a good one. Yeah, with, they do it well. They do it well. That's like mm. the one a good example. Yeah, like let's go somewhere. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right, Jimmy. Like, yeah, yeah all right. Uh, you're, you're, you're buying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, but then I'll, I hear every song, or a lot of songs do that, and I think it's it, it's often country, and like one of the ones I remembered was Thomas Rhett and his dad. They did a song together, and the last like minute, two minutes of the song. The song stops playing, or it's just now it's just acoustic, or whatever, and it's like, I taught you everything I know, son. And something like, oh, fuck you, dad. <laughs> and they go on and on this like banter. It's like petty lanterns. You put this at the end of the song, so right. they're not as funny or interesting as us. And it's just like, like let's just go to the next song. Let's go to Alan Jackson now. Mm-hmm. Let's smarten up here. You sure you just didn't do like a YouTube to MP3? Um, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm straight on Apple Music. Yeah, These are straight the, up. 
They're right on there. This is you know because I can see it in a music video where they yeah they just yeah. take total artistic. Um, we saw that yeah like direction and they're they're gonna do whatever they want so that's fine but yeah the music itself like if I if it was on the radio and it was just like Paul and Son just talking to each other like shut up like yeah like. We just want to hear the tunes. Like, we were listening to some BK, Beach Cowboy, Brian Kelly, and Brittany Marie there uh, earlier. And Jesus, he went all out on the production. I think he he probably, oh, that's all of his Florida Georgia Line money into mm. the production of these music videos. They're like full-on 10-minute videos for each song. And it's like huge narrative going on oh like God, yes. holy moly i just i, I love I, music videos yeah. i love them but this is the song and it's not ripped straight from the music video either right now it's just you decided to make it part of the song like it kind of adds this like this family dynamic like this fun loving this like, kind of uh country ever after yeah like, country ever after bullshit coffee yeah. anderson yeah don't in ninety nine percent of the cases don't need it. Mm. Five o'clock somewhere, that one works. But don't you don't need to do that for most of these songs. All right, yeah, hot take yeah. from your country, country um, guru, country boy. Yeah, Curry Yule. Yeah, country corner. All right, uh, let's talk about the truckers, Kurt. I've been waiting about to talk about this for weeks here. The fucking it been going on for weeks? This has been going on for like two weeks. I've just okay. heard rumblings. You know, they were, of course, they started in Alberta and they're driving. They're driving the whole way. They're picking up steam. They're like, we're going to fucking get to Ottawa. And they get to Ottawa. What do they do? They start shitting in the fucking like streets. You know, they're going to the food bank. They're taking all the food from the, the food bank just because they can. You know, they're honking their horns. Uh, all night long, all the Ottawa residents are at wit's end, apparently, Kurt. Mm -hmm. um, and these truckers, like, um, I don't even know, I guess it, you, it's just called the convoy, but it just makes C.W. McCall. C.W. McCall? Yeah, we got ourselves a convoy. Oh, God. <laughs> How many times do you think they played that? <laughs> well, probably on loop the whole do you think way. They, do you think they have, like, um... <laughs> Little uh, like radios between all the yeah. truckers, like here, pass the radio. This is a rubber ducky. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> got a big bird here. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Trudeau. Uh, here we go, all the way to <laughs> Ottawa. Uh, yeah, we're about 10k out of Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> about to shit my pants. I gotta save for the streets of Ottawa, though, just so I can uh, line that up just nice for all those residents. Yeah, coffee out here singing, supporting the truckers. Oh. That was sad to see. Yeah, the truckers. I mean, all right. So here's my take: is there is there can we debate about whether these restrictions are too much or can they? Do we need less because of Omicron? Yeah, I think there's there's room for a healthy debate in society. But these truckers just keep on finding ways to piss me off. You got the Nazi flags out there. Um, the GoFundMe page, apparently the they got millions of dollars somehow. No, oh, yeah. I couldn't get millions of dollars from my environmental groups, whatever. Um, <laughs> they got millions of dollars. The the person who started it just disappeared. She's MIA with really? like with million dollars. She just took it. Really? Yeah. And so here's the thing, you donate all this money to the cause. How are truckers gonna get reimbursed? What is the money for? I don't know. What is the money for, Kurt? They have thirteen million dollars. 
And then what's the fucking Freedom Convoy going to do with this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. what they're, they're not going to reimburse truckers. Like, if they did, I'd send in my gas receipts from Kelowna and be like, yeah, give me some, uh, <laughs> give me some of that. I'm a yeah. trucker, right? Yeah. Um, it's just a load of shit. So I don't know why people, first of all, I don't know why people donate money to it. It's been interesting to watch on my Instagram, you know, just uh, the stories that come up pro and, and against just to see to see the whole backlash but you know i think these i think it's just a, a dumb movement overall yeah it's just just ridiculous it just pisses me off um I, I don't know what else to say just grinds my gears what do you what do you have to say kurt yeah i mean i haven't really been paying too much attention other than it's kind of been everywhere so i've been mostly just been you know reading executive summaries like mm-hmm. just just snapshots here and there i see it all over uh social media reddit the news whatever but I haven't really been pay, uh, closely paying attention see coffee anderson singing about it but yeah i'm i, I mean i'm kind of with you like what are we doing here what's the point point? and then the yeah the money i remember hearing about a gofundme but I, that's about all i knew you're saying 13 million yeah, I heard that was that's the figure right, that tossed like around. A lot. Are you sure? Thirteen million. Oh, they they closed the GoFundMe page because of I don't know they closed it, so you yeah. can't you can't donate to it anymore. Oh, too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right. you hear about that every so often, or probably more than every so often, about these GoFundMe's and the someone the yeah. Well, we tried the GoFundMe off. for. Uh, Man tracker to track down. Um, did we actually open one? Yeah. Oh, did we get anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, or was it a poll? What? No, was it? It was like a, a petition. A, a petition. That's what oh. it was. It wasn't GoFundMe. Maybe we should do a GoFundMe one time. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, the trackers. I don't know. Well, I saw apparently Alberta. I think is abolishing all restrictions. Okay. Shortly. Okay. I don't know if that's related. Yeah, I think but... there's. You know, there's. There's room, then, like, it's okay to talk about it. Like, I hate the fact that, like, say you think there should be less restrictions, that people might just automatically lump you in with the, you know, with the convoy crowd. Um, but, yeah, I think there is room to be optimistic. Like, I'm cautiously optimistic about our pandemic situation. What, what, why is it truckers? Is it because of the border rules? So it all started. So, yeah, it doesn't. There's two things. Great question, Scott. Two things that don't make sense to me. First of all, the restrictions are decided by the provincial governments. Yes. Not the federal government. Yeah. And so they're going to protest the federal government for restrictions. Yes. Like they have control over that. Yeah, that makes perfect (laughs) sense. Uh, Second thing, the U.S. already had a... I might butcher this, but my understanding is that the U.S. had the requirement for international truckers to be vaccinated already. That, yeah, okay. So that to match, the Canada was just matching what the U.S. was doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that seems reasonable. Okay, so international truckers need to be vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, the it started off with, you know, this being the anti-the-trucker mandate and then just turned into this whole anti-restriction thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know what I hate now is I can't, I can't look at the Canadian flag now without just thinking about it being like a white nationalist symbol. 
Like I see people in Kelowna, they're driving around, they got the truck and they got the Canadian flag on one side and a fl- fuck Trudeau flag on the other side, <laughs> right? Like I saw this yesterday. Yeah. I've seen I've seen several of these, and it's just like, oh, man, like I didn't want that to happen. Kind of like in the states, I don't know. Like you see, the Republicans are the the flag waving type, and I don't know if the conservatives are going to be the, doing the same thing in Canada. But it's uh, it's a little a little maddening. Like I didn't I didn't want it to come to that, but I just, that's just where my head's at. That I see a Canadian flag being waved around, and I automatically think that someone is supporting the convoy and is you know has their very white nationalist kind of agenda. Sad, sad to see. Yeah, I, I don't know if I go that far, but I I I only see it the odd time so far. But I'm not really going anywhere but I like I saw it the other day on someone's vehicle and I mean the mind automatically goes there it's like oh like this is all because the it all has to do with vaccination requirements and Mm. and restrictions and all that stuff and it's it's kind of like a it's not really I don't know it's like a negative tone it's like yeah yeah. But uh, you're just not used to seeing it. You're not used to seeing the Canadian flag out and about at Canada, except at, uh, I don't know, like schools and... Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's just lake not... houses. It's not normal, maybe. yeah, Canadian culture like, just to yeah. have the Canadian flag so in the back you of your truck. It, and that's why, yeah, if I see it anywhere that it shouldn't be, I'm like, trucker, like, convoy. Like, that's what that, that's what I think about right now. Yeah, I don't oh, like it. Sure. I don't like it. I wish it wasn't like that, but I don't know, it's gonna. I think it's gonna stay with us for a while. And you know, they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's one guy we both follow. Um, rhymes of rhymes of gravy, and you know he was posting some, uh, posting some videos about the the trucker convoy on Instagram, and uh, I just got a kick out of the the theme music that the the truckers were using. They're using the like theme? the. When I get older, I will be stronger. <laughs> they call me freedom. Does not seem like a trucker. just like a waving flag. No, that's what they were doing. That's that like the like, offset. Yeah, it was like some social justice warrior, grade twelve, yeah. you know, kind of music, right? Canon. Canon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's go to meet a wee and blast that shit. Like yeah. that's the kind of that's the kind of crap that they were putting in there. I got a kick out of that. Yeah. yeah. I. uh... There's some a few a few uh, people I see often on social media, and it's over the last couple of weeks of the trucker convoy. It's it's like every day I see stuff and I'm like, yeah. oh boy, like yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. I, it, I mean, the flag and stuff doesn't bother me. I don't think as much as it does you, but yeah, I don't know. Don't agree with it, but yeah. And we got a member of parliament for Kelowna Lake Country, Tracy Gray. She gets out there and she's like giving thumbs up to truckers and she's putting that all over over social media. Just really hops on this to the the convoy convoy bandwagon. It's like, oh Tracy, like let's go. Here. So I saw um, what's his face? Isn't the conservative leader anymore? He's out. Aaron O'Toole. Aaron O'Toole. Yeah, he's gone. Like, when are they actually gonna get like a somebody decent and likable? Yeah, I feel like yeah. I'm not like a big political guy. I'd say in the past, at least, 
I've always leaned right though, mm-hmm. but I haven't been super political. Yeah. I'd say as I've gotten older, I'm kind of become more open-minded and also maybe even leaning maybe even towards the other way. Maybe. To the greens. I wouldn't say that. for No, no, I wouldn't oh, say that. But, but like, it feels like the last couple elections, Trudeau hasn't had any competition. Like, it, like yeah. you have people that are going to vote conservative no matter what. If they just had, like, someone that was Well, do you think, like, was, was Stephen Harper... Was he was he decent enough? You see my cover photo on on Facebook. Is it Stephen? You Harper? see who is who he's with? I don't think it is anymore. Oh Maybe yeah, you had Chad Kroger. Yeah, Stephen Chad, Harper. Stephen, yeah. like yeah. yeah, I mean Stephen, yeah, for sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Like, <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah. They need a, another Stephen Harper. They need. Uh... Yeah, he was dripping with personality. For sure. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, like. Uh, even like I've been, I've been trying to follow a little bit more into the politics, the federal elections, especially, and following uh, Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Shear, and even I'm, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I think Aaron O'Toole is a step up from Andrew Shear, but probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, wasn't enough. I think it's um, every party is kind of divided in a certain way, so it's just that uh, O'Toole got like totally sucker punched by that um i think the conservatives are kind of split between the progressive conservatives and the i call them the religious conservatives and so the religious ones really didn't like o'toole so he he was too too you mean like far right hmm? is that what you mean um i don't know like, like, i grouped them like they're like generally christian oh, conservatives. oh you actually mean the religious yeah okay yeah, yeah they're religious okay. yeah so yeah, they uh, like yeah, Christian. It's like kind of like a Christian block. I almost. thought you meant like he was, um, he was kind of caught between catering to like going far right okay. or kind well, of there are those people too. To like home. yeah, like a lot of conservatives don't want you know like Tracy Gray obviously yeah. doesn't like the what they're doing with the vaccines. Yeah, uh, and then you got the more progressive ones that. You know, uh, yeah, just more progressive. So you got that divide, and you kind of gotta. If you're the leader, you gotta be able to pull in both sides of the party. And for the Green Party, the the divide is between um, people who are kind of like anti-capitalist or social justice warrior mentality, and then the kind of people that want to work within the capitalist system to to change the, like the environment. So, say like green people. On the techno side, like maybe you have like a solar panel company, you know, like they're they're very into clean energy and promoting that. And then the other side is saying like, no, we gotta like reform the whole the whole structure that is that we operate our whole economic system essentially. Mm-hmm. So those are the two sides you gotta like control if you're in the Green Party, and if you're in the Conservatives, it's the the religious right and you know, the more slightly more progressive or fiscally responsible people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my take. That's my, that's my political take right now. Very interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. That's, that's enough. That's enough politics. All right. Um, all right. So I caught something right when you're starting your big rant there, but I didn't want to interrupt. Mm. Um, so back, so we need to go back to the music quickly. So the, the, the thing that brought this whole rant up about talking about, oh yeah, I love you, daddy. Um, the voice, so voicemail, voicemails and 
voice recordings. That is what I've seen recently on songs. So I'll give it, I'll drop some names out here. So Brett Kissel, country artist, listen to his album that came out like last year. And he's got his whole goddamn family. His whole family's got voice recordings on there interrupting the album. Like a whole track is his son. I love you, daddy. Like, oh, you're, you're the best. And uh, glad to be your son. Like, I, like a five-year-old kid. Do not need that at all. Like that's a whole right. track. And then he's got his daughter. I think he's probably got his wife in there. That's great. Keep it to yourself. Like, I don't want to hear that in my album. It's a little private, yeah. isn't it? But then even more often I think is at um it might be its own like track or interlude or it might just be the intro to a song is like a voicemail and it's hard to I don't know if it's a real voicemail that they've saved for years and years or something that they made up I'm not sure which is worse but it's, you get a voicemail and, it's, and it often it's from like so the latest example it's like a I don't know pop or punk rock album and it's a voicemail from her like mom or dad it's like uh, I always knew you were special it's like it goes it does the whole voicemail thing it's like beep yeah. <laughs> I always you know I always knew you were special like just keep <laughs> smiling and you'll be alright and then it's like oh like now she's like some pop star like yeah. she's got this album out that I'm listening to it's too much it's too much these these, hum- voices, these humble beginning kind yeah. of tropes you know like I just don't need that it's, shit it's it's kind of like you're watching boat names and BK love you pal mm. still welcome on the pod but the three minute intro to the song mm. with Brittany Marie his beautiful wife it's a little too much but that was a music video. We'll give them a break there. It's not on the actual recording. This Maybe is we a- should put in a voicemail right here into the pod. I don't have, like, we'd have to if make we had- That's why I think they make these up. Because, yeah. like, who's, how do you, who saves these? Right. You don't save these, do you? I guess like if you, can, they, you can save voicemails. Like, do you think these artists are like, oh, like, that was a really nice inspirational yeah. message from my mom. Let then me, she left on voice. Let me use too, that to make not rather than calling back. Yeah, and talking over the phone or meeting in person. Right, like she left it in voicemail. And she died in a car accident right after she she sent that. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Now let me make millions off of this song <laughs> at the same time, because you never know how long your loved ones are with you. I guess God bless them. Yeah. You know? Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't don't need it. Don't need it, people. Mm mm. Mm-hmm. So the um, another thing we don't need, I don't think, is I saw this on the news. Like I don't even know. I feel like I saw this like a year ago, like ages ago. But they they came out with it was top story, top story on the morning news, book vending machines in Alberta. I don't know. I think it was at high school. It's like. Alberta School District introduces book vending machines to get... Is there some kind of hip way to get kids to into get reading? To get kids yeah. interested in reading. I'm like, oh. like what? Like, oh. how about a library? Like, why does pain... Like, kids just love to see the books fall down the, the machine or, yeah. or see if they can, can kind of sneak the whole two books for, like, one quarter or mm. one uh, loony kind of thing? Like, the library does the same thing, except you don't have to pay at school so 
I was like, I was flabbergasted. I was like, they're filming this. Kids are eating it up. I'm sure, you know, they play it up on the TV. Don't you know, play everything you see. Yeah, just TV. something like this is the feel-good segment of uh, CHBC. I'm like, who came up yeah. with this shit? Like, they just have this book venue machine in the middle of the hall. Kids are rushing. They're lining up to, to pay money for these these books they could just go around the corner and get from the library. Oh, God. Probably not the smartest kids doing that, eh? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We're going to have to follow up with that and yeah. see... Did that just die out, or was that like a, a one-day thing? You know what I really want to follow up with is the the sex doll shop in Camelot. Oh, yeah. That must have been like two years ago that we brought that up. We're still we're <laughs> still hitting... Like, the sex doll thing is only going to get more and more prominent with the technology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the horniness. <laughs> <laughs> the horniness is just like going up. Like I could, especially craft, with like this whole that. pandemic thing. Yeah. Um. Geez, worried about my search history now. Oh, okay. Apparently, the Canloop sex doll startup shut down. Moved to Alberta. Oh. Yeah, House of Dolls. Why the fuck does that have to be named so creepy? House of Dolls. Oh, put on. That was 2019. Yeah. Yeah, that's 2019. This is yeah, interesting. Where are they now? House of Dolls. Okay. Canada. I'm entering right now. Oh, it says attackers might be trying to steal your information at House of Dolls. You're on the website? <laughs> no, I can't get through because Google's not happy with okay, me. Okay, let me try. House of Dolls. .ca. Oh, no, I can proceed. But I might get a, a virus. Well, I want to see how they still open. I'm 19 plus. Don't worry. House of Dolls, Calgary's first sex doll rental service. Oh. Oh, God, yeah. Not available for me. Mm. You're through? I'm through. I'm in. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking around. They got the same. Yeah, 2022 the same for the website. The same models. Um, yeah, so they're still going, I it's, guess. It says like, it's the first legal Canadian sex doll rental service to be established in Canada. So, like, what makes it illegal? <laughs> like what uh that's a good question kurt you have to kind of go through some procedures to get register yeah okay so the rental is 350 plus a damage deposit deposit of 500 dollars. that's like uh snowmobiling. so you could go snowmobiling <laughs> or you could get one of these dolls from house of dolls yeah wow no guide with this, with this yeah there's no guide <laughs> Yeah, You're all on your own, yeah. Mm. Oh, they delivered for you. So imagine they're... bringing a sex doll like to our tour. <laughs> like, she's on. Extra. She's on the back, yeah. like on the back of her snowmobile. I always see on sad cringe on uh, Reddit. Mm. Uh, there's like people who bring in these blow up dolls on dates or these anime dolls and stuff. And it's yeah. Like, Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that, like is that legit though, or are they just trying to get like those cringe? I know. I I'm, I think I think at least a few of them have to be legit, but I'm sure there's tons of yeah. You're just there for the photo op, the funny, the cringe. Yeah. So is it is it still going? It wasn't really. It looked like it was still going. It said the head office is in Kamloops, but so maybe their operations are are in Calgary. Bigger population base. I mean, Kamloops can't be that horny. That they, you know, take up this whole, desert. this whole niche service. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so 
I think I was a little hard on Sylvester Stallone last episode. I'm just a little hard, eh? <laughs> well, I really rip him. I like ripping him apart. Like he's such an idiot still. But and he's got. The, I talked about his uh, his like dreary eyes. <laughs> so apparently, he actually has parts of his face paralyzed from birth. Oh. Yeah. Wow. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But. I also read it was like the lower parts of his face. Hmm. So it doesn't excuse his eyes, I don't think. He's still got the eyes thing going on, and I don't think he's actually... I think it is um, isolated to the lower parts of his face, and that's why maybe his, his mouth doesn't maybe uh, move as naturally as, uh, you would, as you would think. Yeah. So I do have to apologize for being an asshole, you know, um, to Sylvester. I still... But I still stand by my, my argument. Like, he's got the jury eyes think that's all that's all sylvester that's all natural um and he's also just like he plays an idiot he just plays an idiot in every role yeah he's definitely typecasted yeah as some idiot um macho man so i think last time we spoke i'd watched i want to say rambo one through three Mm. first blood first blood part two which you gotta respect that title it's a little confusing and um, Rambo three, and you watched? Did you I, watch I just Rambo? watched the first one. I didn't, what do you I didn't think? make it to the other ones yet. Yeah, first Rambo, uh, you rock him, sock him, Rambo. You know, and like he's he's just defending himself. You know, he you know he, he's the was it the Vietnam vet? Yeah. At that point, and what do you think of his dispute with like the the Hope Sheriff? Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that was just funny. I mean, like. Just, uh, I feel like almost in a way he reminds me of you. Like you would be like, he the sheriff's trying to drive you out of town, and you just like start marching back. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah, like okay, like a little chip off the yeah. old block here. You know, not he's not too big on the authorities, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I see a little bit of Sylvester, myself, and Sylvester still. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you gotta. I think you still should watch the rest of them. So it's Rambo, First Blood, First Blood Part Two, Rambo Three, Rambo. I think is the fourth one. They got like a Fast and Furious naming system going on. Mm-hmm. Very, very cluttered. And then Rambo Last Blood. So you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah this is the last one. Okay. So Rambo Two immediately blows up. He goes full on action movie. He doesn't. He doesn't kill anyone in the first one. Like maybe there is there are yeah deaths, he's, he's very like one death. He's not trying to kill people. They, like people just die. He has the him. chance to kill some of the yeah. officers and he doesn't do it. Yeah, and all that goes out the window in the second one because they've got the the old lieutenant from the first one. Mm. He's like, I know Rambo. He's he's been through some shit. He's a good old boy. And, yeah, and, and yeah. he's back in almost every movie recruiting Rambo. We you know there's only one man with the job, John Rambo. And uh, so they, they grab him and he starts killing the Vietnamese and Russians and whoever else stands in his way. So um, I've got a few thoughts. So Rambo 2, Rambo 3 kind of spoke on last time. Same formula. Really, I think Rambo 4 and Rambo 5 is really where it, it really takes off. Like, because um, he takes a hiatus kind of like he did in Rocky takes like a 20 year hiatus from the Rambo movies and comes back as some old old Rambo mm. um, very interesting so like um, 
in Rambo 4, he's just kind of a, a boat captain, kind of like our uh, friend of the show, BK, Brian Brian Kelly. Yeah. And he's just, um, he's just boating people in Thailand. In um, Rambo 5, uh, I don't know what to think about Rambo 5. It's, uh, it's, it's really off the wall. Like um, Vans off the wall? Vans? No, go, like this, go, go ahead. That's the, yeah. yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, he moves. It's really weird what they went for here. So, he's working on a farm. He turns into, like, a southern boy, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, naturally. Turns into the southern boy. He's working on his farm. Um... I feel like they in this one actually they I felt like they actually made a legitimate effort at making him less of an idiot like they made him less stupid and they made him talk more mm. and they made him like actually you know have some thoughts rather than just mumbling and grumbling um, but it's like it's really weird like it's his it's his niece or something goes down to Mexico and gets like kidnapped by the cartel and you know Rambo's got to go save her kind of thing and I don't know it it's really effed up like he goes down there terrible uh green screen driving scenes I would say like it's always it's like, like uh Seinfeld or Friends or a TV show in the 90s they're in a cab and you, it's clear green screen <laughs> behind them it's like oh god yeah and he goes down there and um it really, it, I felt like it turned into Home Alone at the end. That's what it turned into. Huh. Like he just said, traps and shit. It's weird. It, course, it's yeah. it's like it almost feels like a B movie, like a straight to DVD movie too. Mm-hmm. But it turns into Home Alone. So he's on the farm, and he's, the farm's got these fucking tunnels. Like it's got tunnels, and all they say is like, Rambo, <laughs> Rambo loves digging his digging his holes, <laughs> like digging his holes, <laughs> digging his tunnels. Like he's. Kind of, he's like, he's got PTSD, obviously, but he's also just he just loves digging. He loves yeah. digging. He loves digging. Just all. reminds me of the movie Holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like these digging. huge trenches. I'm like, yeah. what the hell's going on on this farm? And his niece, I'm gonna say it's his niece, comes over, has some friends over. They have a big party, and they're like, yeah, why don't you go down to the tunnels? It's dope. And they go down there, they have a great time. But it's like, still, it's like, why do you have these tunnels? And then it it comes back at the end, and I. Because basically he sets his whole farm up with traps, like okay. Home Alone. Yeah. Like either jigs, like Jigsaw slash um, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Mm. And I feel like the whole point of the tunnels was just for the set piece. Like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not like joking. Like that was the whole point of the tunnels was like, it was a set piece. So he could line these tunnels with traps. Cause what he, what happens is he lures the bad guys back to his farm and he just loads up his tunnel, tunnels with sawed-off shotguns, spike traps, bombs, explosives, and he lures them down into the tunnels and basically kills everybody. And it's just like a bloodbath. And probably the most goriest Rambo yet, but it's like, it's just bizarre. Like, he goes down to Mexico, I don't know, gets his ass beat a little bit, comes back, lures them back to his farm, mm obliterates like 20 or 30 guys with these gruesome traps. The main villain at the end, the whole thing happens is um, he, um, I don't know, he, he has his heart ripped out. 
So oh. someone, someone close to him dies, right? He has yeah. his heart ripped out. So what he does to the main guy in the end, he literally rips his heart out. Like some Indiana Jones. Yeah, shit. like he, yeah, he grabs, like he Tell cuts into him and pulls his heart out. Mm. Like that's John Rambo. Uh, it's it it is something. And and then, I read after, there was another sequel in the making, which makes sense. So Rambo was supposed to lead an elite special forces group to hunt down a genetically engineered creature. Like, that's where they were going before they came up with Last Blood. That made, it just makes sense to me. After watching Last Blood, it's like really off the wall. But it, reading that they were actually meant to make this other movie where they hunt down Predator or... I don't know, yeah, just do some shit. kind of crossover. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, like, what the hell happened to these movies? Like, people are, were up in arms kind of, I was just getting into the history of Rambo after they went first blood to part two when he starts killing everyone. And then they're talking about bringing like gen- genetic engineering into this and aliens and shit. It's, it's bizarre. The one positive that I love about the Rambo movies, then everyone, almost every movie is like a 90 minute runtime. It yeah. is on, you know, I'm going, I'm pushing play on Rambo on Netflix or Amazon. And I know what I'm getting into. I'm getting into, an hour and 30 minute bonanza. I'm getting into some, mm. like I'm getting a solid runtime, like the perfect length movie. We don't have enough movies that hit that sweet spot. Right. No Lord of the Rings kind of extended edition. Don't need it. Like once in a while, love that. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, your Lord of the Rings comes out. Wow. What a spectacle. Yeah. But I want some John Rambo, even though I badmouth it because they're kind of dumb movies. Like he's, did I say he's, he's an idiot? Guy. Like, he's yeah. an idiot. But, man, whew, an hour and a half. Like, that's great. That's great. And we're at the perfect length for our episode here. 48 minutes and 50 seconds. Kurt, you got any last thoughts? Oh, I do have one thing. Yeah. Um, It's not gonna, It's going to be a few minutes. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, This is like, man, this was a long time ago. The time's passed. But we were out skiing at Big White. Uh, that would have been three or four weeks ago now. Three weeks? This where you lost your ski? Yeah, I lost my ski. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That was hilarious. So, <laughs> Ryan and I are stopping for a quick... Uh, quick, quick Caesar. Yeah, quick Caesar. Yeah. And uh, we get mixed up a little bit. I think he meant this place down here, down the hill. Bottom of the hill, bottom of the gondola. He actually meant top of the gondola. I'm headed down to the bottom of the gondola... I kind of stop. Oh shit! I don't see Ryan. I think he actually meant top of the gondola. That makes way more sense. And so I call him up. Sure enough, he's headed to the bar up there. And I'm like, all right, I see like a shortcut here. And so I'm kind of I get up to this kind of walkway, and I'm on a slope. It's on a slope, and I'm like, well, like obviously it's a little risky. You're on a slope, and you you want to take your skis off or something. But you know they got the little stoppers, right? Right. Yeah. Pop them out. They stop in the snow. And of course, I did also know that my sometimes my skis have a history of you know kind of being wonky. The stopper is not always pulling, popping out. But I was like, you know, what are the chances that it happens again today? And I step out of one ski, <laughs> immediately starts sliding away. Like it does not, the pop, the stoppers do not pop like they're supposed to. It slides away. I'm like, oh shit! And it's like on a heavily trafficked area because it's the pathway to the bottom of the gondola and it goes off this walkway 
and then goes on to the main run. I'm like, oh shit, there's skiers coming by. I'm like, whoa, shit, sorry. They're like, ah, they kind of ski past it. I see it, it's kind of right at a corner. So with the skis going straight, but there's a bend in the pathway. So, and there's a big edge there because there's like condos and uh, houses up there. I'm like, oh shit, it's going straight off the edge. And I kind of see where it's going. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. So I pop off the other ski and I go down there and I kind of follow the track for a minute and then I lose it. And I'm like, okay, I think it was headed this way, right into this like condo. And I'm looking for it everywhere. And I'm like, okay, like, did it go straight to the front door? No, to get buried in snow? No, it must've gone off the edge right onto their like front yard, which is a big drop. And so I'm looking, I'm like, where the hell is it? And I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to like go down there or something and go look for it. And call you up, of course, you already sat down. Yeah, you call, call me up, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm just like, about to order. Yeah. And I'm like, this is on the, let me get this straight, Kurt. You lost your ski on the bunny hill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, not like, on the bunny hill. That was, the bunny hill's before that. Oh, okay. It's so right, it's right on the... Beside the bunny hill. Yeah, I, I think, what is that? Mm. It's a green run. Hummingbird? Yeah. Yeah. It's beside the bunny hill. It's the gondola pathway. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and then I see another guy standing there, kind of, I'm like, oh shit, is he, uh, he going to help me, or does he know something? And he's like, yeah, I saw it, came all the way down, and I stacked it in some snow by the bridge, and it made it, because I, I walked down there after, and it went, went a hell of a time down there. It went like, down to the bridge? Yeah, all the way to the bridge. So this oh, is, I'm basically right at the top of yeah. the exit, and it went straight down the bridge, and I was like, whoa. Anyways, I walked all the way down there. I wasn't sure if he meant the main bridge or there's like a little bridge that goes to someone's condo. Mm. Wasn't the one that went to someone's condo. I found that out the hard way. So yeah. I walked all the way down there. It's downhill, right? I grabbed it and then I walk all the way back up to where my ski, my other ski and poles are. And then I have to walk up the hill back to the village. And it was hot out and I was, I was huffing and puffing, I gotta say, but uh, yeah, that was a, I don't know. I don't know, 15, 20 minute detour. Maybe. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Like that was something. Yeah. I like how you call, you call me up here in a, like kind of in a panic. Like I Ryan, like I don't know where my ski is. Like I need, yeah, I no idea I need you to come down and help me find my ski. I'm like, how the hell do you, do you lose it that badly? <laughs> I was just so confused, but I was also like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then I was like, packing up all the stuff right when the waitress got there. And then you call me. Like a minute later, once I was halfway out the door and saying that it was all good. Oh, you were out the door? Oh, halfway out the and door. And then you got your seat back? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, good you man. said it, Kurt. You said it. All right, till next time, folks. Getting paid by the hour and older by the minute My boss just pushed me over the limit I'd like to call him something I think I'll just call it a day Pour me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's 
five o'clock somewhere. Lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and after night. Tomorrow morning, I know they'll be held to pay. Hey, but that's alright. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. I Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here. If the phone's for me, you can tell them I just sailed away. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere Myself in a cab and be back to work before two. At a moment like this, I can't help but wonder what would Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Al. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care He don't care I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere What time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter, it's five o'clock somewhere it's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it. Yeah, I heard that. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've seen your boat there. I've been to Margaritaville a few times. All right, well, that's good. Stumble my way back. Okay, well, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the buoys, I got it. All right, well, it's five o'clock. Let's go somewhere. I'm ready. Crack it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone. Everything you know, son, but not everything I know. 